seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. People of the world, hello and welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language episode 102 now with sparkly new clean format. Check us out for the live show if you want to see what that looks like. Today on the show, Snapchat stock booms, Senate to vote on subpoenas, Snapchat anime filter, definitely relevant for a business. Are influencers the new retailers? Perhaps they are, perhaps they're not. NFL leverages digital influencers, DOJ, antitrust, and Google. Worldwide social media stats jump and TikTok extends their hate speech ban Students, show starts right now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Marketing is a foreign language, episode 102. New fancy format, if you want to see what that looks like, join us for the live show at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Snapchat stock booms. Shares of Snap soared more than 20% after the company said users have been flocking to its disappearing picture app during the pandemic. This is from a New York Post article. Snapchat's daily active user numbers, a closely watched metric among tech analysts, surged 18% to 249 million in the quarter uh, from September 30th, blowing past Wall Street's forecast for 244 million daily active users. What is it about Snapchat? Uh, they're also pulling up other social media stocks. If uh, you're here for the live show, you can see, or if you're on YouTube, you can see that it's at $38.33. Um, it jumped from like $28. Huge jump, 34.73% jump. Who could have predicted this? Well, a lot of people could have. Um, Facebook is getting beat up in Congress. Um, there are a lot of people out there that uh, understand that Facebook is now basically having to defend every single thing it does. I'm not saying they're perfect. They're far from it. But uh, you've got Snapchat um, dominating in the younger demographic. Ask a 15-year-old, 16-year-old what uh, their Facebook looks like, and they'll say, I don't have one. Uh, they're on Snapchat, and it is no surprise to me that we see a massive, massive jump. So really, if you're a business owner and you want to get innovative about your marketing, you really do want to remember Snapchat. If you're an entrepreneur, you definitely want to keep it in mind. And let's not forget that augmented reality is taking over. We covered um, augmented windshields on your car in a previous episode uh basically imagine your google map right there on the road as you move around um snapchat not going anywhere senate to vote on subpoenas the senate judiciary committee is expected to take action thursday on subpoenas to twitter and facebook ceos jack dorsey and mark zuckerberg to testify about their company's actions restricting the posts, this is the New York Post, expose about Hunter Biden's dealings in Ukraine, according to a report, this from the New York Post. So we've been covering um, Jack Dorsey's apology and then second apology. Uh, they were citing hacking as the reason they pulled, uh, or why they were censoring that particular post uh, from the New York Post. 
the press secretary, uh, McEnany, um, had her account temporarily banned, um, and Twitter remains uh, steadfast in their decision to not allow the post access to their own Twitter account um, until uh, that post is removed. This, of course, comes um, while people are voting. So this is the October surprise, um, at least uh, from the conservative side of things. I think folks um, that lean to the left may look at this and say, and be happy about it, uh, but uh, seeing Twitter and uh, Facebook um, censoring uh, this level of information, it's one thing to slap a little sticker on a tweet or a post and say, hey, you know what? We don't fully trust this particular piece of information. That's one thing. Um, it's another thing to censor it entirely, which I do believe, uh, which is uh, the reason why CEO Jack Dorsey decided to apologize, not once, but twice. The subpoenas would compel the honchos, this is according to the uh, New York Post article, testimony on the suppression and or censorship of two articles involving Joe Biden's son and information about content moderation practices. What do you think? Leave your thoughts in the comment. Snapchat anime filter. This from TheVerge.com. Snapchat's anime filter was used more than 3 billion times in the first week after it was released. Snap said today, confirming what we already knew. It was a huge hit. The filter, which morphs its subject into an anime character, is just the latest in a line of fun augmented reality lenses from Snapchat that have gone viral and helped drive usage on the platform during its third quarter. Snapchat had 249 million daily users up from 238 million last quarter. The company's revenue was also up to 679 million, a 52% increase, even as the pandemic chilled ad spending everywhere else. So again, Snapchat is a big, big deal. It's easy to not see them as a business-centric platform. They are obviously there for the younger generation, but uh, there are a ton of entrepreneurial ideas that I do believe would benefit from a solid Snapchat presence. And let us not forget that the entire experience um, of technology nowadays um, is going to uh, be affected by augmented reality. Augmented reality in many ways is better than virtual reality. Uh, the attempt to fully immerse someone into an experience um, like the new technology where you stand and put a vest on and then there's a 360 degree a treadmill beneath you and you run around and you can basically experience a complete and total immersion in a virtual environment that involves putting on a bulky vest you have to run on this weird treadmill you're holding controllers it's very cumbersome and having a cell phone in your pocket you don't even feel that thing you, you sync that via bluetooth to your glasses and uh, you add augmented reality to everything you see, and that opens up a world, a world of opportunities. Um, you could see how close you are to all your friends. This friend's 10 miles away, and this one's two miles away, and whatever. You could have chat popping up on your glasses as you walk around. Um, it could totally change the way that people enjoy the strip. Um, you could hopefully turn on and off commercials. You could find deals. You could find the closest place to walk to. You could literally have a walking Google map as you as you traverse your space. There could be little alerts if there's a car behind you that's that's driving erratically. It could go beep, 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 beep and let you know. Augmented reality is a big deal. 
And it's easy for us to look at Snapchat and go, oh, good for them. It's so much fun. They play with filters. Voila. No, this is just the start of a very, very big advancement in technology. And they are just the ones benefiting from it today. Art influencers, the new retailers. This from Vogue.com. Moving product and driving sales have become an influencer's most valuable skills. Literally, in 2019, brands spent $8 billion on influencers, a sum of sponsored social media posts, long-term partnerships, and collaborations. Now, if you are a small business owner, you probably look at this and go, why? why? Or not even why, but how? It's stupid. It seems crazy. It is the, the difference between the haves and the have-nots when it comes to influencer marketing could not be more stark. Um, for example, if you're Coke, you live and die by influencer marketing. If you're Nike, Adidas, Fortune 500 companies, they absolutely need, they need influencers to promote their messages. It is a vital and incredibly important way to advertise. If you're the plumber down the street, for some reason, which you can probably imagine what that is, it doesn't work. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So this is the dilemma. And I do think we are going to see a slow, slow trickle um, of influencer marketing to the local level. However, I do feel in uh, 2020, in October, for most small businesses, it's a non-starter. Um, and for most uh, large businesses, um, couldn't live without it. Quote, influencers are like the new catalog. Um, so this person has a devoted Instagram following of 125,000 and counting. When you have that database of inspiration, it's so much easier than walking into a store. Uh, my sister is an influencer on Facebook. She does makeup tutorials. Chelsea Smith is her name. Um, she can basically sell a wide variety of products because people are sold on her. They're not sold on the products. They know that the brand that she is uh, advertising, her brand, uh, has the quality that they're looking for. But it's really about her personality. NFL leverages digital influencers as weeknight NFL games outdrew playoff contests in other sports. TV ratings during this fall's unprecedented sports frenzy have only further solidified football spot as America's preeminent sport. This from Yahoo.com. Back to the article. Among younger fans, though, the race is significantly tighter. An August survey of Gen Zers found the NFL and NBA in a virtual dead heat with 18% of 13 to 23-year-olds considering themselves avid fans of each sport and another 30% casual fans to continue drawing young fans. The NFL is increasingly using, you guessed it, influencer marketing. Although the league's strategy extends far beyond the simple sponsored post, influencers are not paid for the vast majority of NFL-related content they create, said Ian Trombetta. NFL Senior VP of Social and Influencer Marketing, quote, the last thing we want to do is come off as paying someone to represent a club or the league. So I grabbed this particular article and that particular quote because there is a gray area when it comes to influencer marketing. Obviously, if you're a brand, you want the folks that are promoting your content to do so for free. You would rather not pay them. Uh, and I bet there are a lot of shady deals on the side where people are getting tickets, where people are getting uh, certain access to certain players. Um, there is an entire economy of influencer currency, you could say, being passed from one influencer to another. And so the popularity contest, that is our democracy. 
um, is now extending to the popularity contest that is our economy, which is to say that if you're popular, you can easily turn that into dollars in 2020. And that particular method of making money uh, is not going away anytime soon. It's probably going to accelerate and we're going to see a host of mental health issues related to that. We already know that people, um, much like any addiction, are constantly looking at their numbers on social media. I think the last generation of people who can easily avoid this trap is um, going away. I think if you're 40 plus and you're entrenched in your career, you can probably make it for the next 10, 15, 20 years without it being an issue. But if you are younger, this is going to hurt. You're going to have to look at every single one of your likes, your views, your shares, and see dollar signs. Um, that correlation right there is something that we should be talking to our kids about. We should be letting them know that their worth as human beings is not tied directly to the number of views and likes that they are receiving. Um, and for us to understand that there is a dollar sign associated with it is also part of the conversation we should be having with our kids because we can tell them that we also do understand that much of the uh, economy is driven by this influencer market. So the privilege of being well-spoken, the privilege of being uh, nice to look at is going to become more and more valuable um, in this new generation. And that is going to be important for people to understand as if it wasn't already um, difficult um, and a challenging landscape. DOJ, antitrust, and Google lawmakers in the House and Senate on Tuesday welcomed the Justice Department's uh, move to file an antitrust lawsuit against Google. So here we go. Um, it's no longer speculation. The DOJ uh, moving to file an antitrust lawsuit against the duopoly, you could say, of YouTube, Google, uh, owned by Alphabet, that claims the tech behemoth used its power to preserve its monopoly via its search engine. I'm not convinced that the Google search engine is the best search engine. I think that uh, if they were to disappear overnight, that Bing and the rest would very quickly uh, reach the same quality level. I don't think it's that their technology is, is the best thing ever in the world. I just think that um, they've become so culturally um, entrenched that, like, for example, if you have a bad Google review, that's going to sting. It doesn't feel good, um, and it's going to affect your bottom line. Um, if you have 100 bad Google reviews, you may as well just go out of business. I know that's a bit hyperbolic, but you know what I'm saying. Um, people aren't uh, using really any other platform outside of Yelp with the same sort of consistency as they do with Google reviews and Google Maps for many small businesses is the whole kit and caboodle. Today's lawsuit is the most important antitrust case in a generation. That's from foxnews.com. Senator Josh Hawley, a Republican in Missouri, said in a statement, quote, Google and its fellow big tech monopolists exercise unprecedented power over the lives of ordinary Americans, controlling everything from the news we read to the security of our most personal information. And Google in particular has gathered and maintained that power through illegal means. I find it interesting that a Republican um, is saying that this is the most uh, important antitrust case in a generation. Um, the standard sort of stereotypical uh, conservative position is pro-business. Google is obviously an American company employing a lot of people, paying a lot of payroll taxes, etc. Um, but according to Senator Josh Hawley, uh, they have taken it a step too far. The comments I've been receiving on this show lately have been very clear. People are very, very upset with Google uh, for a variety 
of reasons. Worldwide social media stats jump the number of people, this from thenextweb.com, using social media around the world has grown to 4.14 billion in October 2020, with that figure passing the momentous 4 billion user milestone for the first time this quarter. Analysis by Kepios shows that more than 450 million people started using social media over the past 12 months, equating to annual growth of more than 12%. So it's everywhere. Almost all of the world's top social platforms saw, saw strong audience growth over the past three months. Instagram added the greatest number of users between July and September of 2020, posting even stronger growth figures than Facebook. Well, as I've said before, Facebook in their uh, desperate desire to um, not be absolutely destroyed by governments um, is capitulating. They're changing. Um, the platform is attempting to stay relevant, but they're getting older. Um, so not surprising to me that the new uh, young kids on the block, if you will, Snapchat, Instagram's experiencing much better growth. The company's own tools show that Instagram's advertising audience has grown by more than 76 million over the past three months, reaching a total of 1.16 billion people by the start of October 2020. Now, the, the word duopoly is getting thrown around a lot. Alphabet owns Google and YouTube. Uh, Facebook owns Facebook, obviously, and Instagram. So you could say, oh, well, Instagram's taking over. Well, obviously, they're owned by the same company. So we really have to be talking about Snapchat, TikTok, and those have their own issues. Speaking of which, TikTok extends hate speech ban. What are your thoughts on this? Leave a comment. TikTok has banned a swath of hate speech on its platform just days after the company announced a crackdown on conspiracist QAnon movement, explicitly hateful ideologies such as neo-Nazism, Nazism, and white supremacy are already banned on TikTok. Now, the moderation will be extended to cover, quote, neighboring ideologies, such as white nationalism and white genocide theory. TikTok is also taking aim at, quote, the spread of coded language and symbols that can normalize hateful speech and behavior. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's summarize. But before we do, join us for the live show, William, 10.30 a.m., Pacific Standard Time. Leave a comment. Let me know that you're out there. You know, I love to see your comments. Um, and do leave us questions. We'll talk about that in a second. But to summarize, Snapchat stock booms. Ooh, a week ago, if you had bought Snapchat, you would be a happy camper. Send it to vote on subpoenas. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, the whole scandal with this uh, New York Post article. Uh, I am reserving uh, my right to wait for more facts to hit the ground. I am curious to see how this is going to unfold. Uh, the censorship is real. Um, there's no question about that. Um, and uh, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, just as though, just as you have your Fox Newses and your MSNBCs, your Ben Shapiro's and your Rachel Maddow's, I feel like Twitter and Facebook um, aren't objective. I think that's pretty clear. Um, I don't expect them to be, um, but I just find it interesting that uh, it is very difficult to remain objective. Uh, it might even be impossible. Snapchat anime filter. Snapchat ain't going nowhere. Imagine an entire world filled with augmented reality. Are influencers the new retailers? In a way, they are. Um, influencers are basically giant shopping catalogs, um, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that, um, but uh, it can definitely lead to some um, insecurity issues with kids. Um, it can lead with um, a, lot of, um, a lot of problems, so it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the NFL using influencers 
um, but uh, in that gray area of trying to not pay them. <laughs> DOJ antitrust and Google, it's official. There's an antitrust lawsuit against Google. How will that pan out? Interesting that a Republican is pushing that forward. Worldwide social media stats are jumping. Everybody's on social media and TikTok extending the hate speech ban. All right, if you're here for the live show, you know we want you to leave a comment. We love comments, but uh, we want to be going over questions at the end of the show. So if you got a question for us, feel free to give us an email, info, I-N-F-O, at senditrising.com is another way to do that. If you're checking us out on the podcast after the fact or YouTube after the fact, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, love it, hate it, doesn't matter. I-N-F-O, info, at senditrising.com. Give us a ring, 702 263 uh, oops, don't have the right number there. I will fix that. Join us for the live show, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday. Podcast available on Spotify and iTunes. Hope you enjoyed the new f- format. Um, and uh, we will check you all tomorrow for uh, episode 103. Wow, exciting stuff. All right, see you all tomorrow. Class dismissed. <laughs>